All right, guys, this week we are going to interview friends of mine, Vanessa, who is a teacher in St. Louis, and her two kids, Stephen and Eden, who are also in elementary school. So we're going to have a good time. Stay tuned. All right, guys, I am really excited today to not only introduce you to a family from St. Louis, but one of my favorite families from St. Louis. <laughs> You've heard me say before, I lived in St. Louis in the early 80s. We met a couple out there that we enjoyed hanging around with so much. We vacation with them every year to this day. And today I get to talk to their daughter and her kids. Vanessa, how you, Vanessa, Stephen, and Eden, how y'all doing today? We're good. doing good. Good, Thanks for good. having us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what I, what, the reason this is going to be very unique today, it's the first time I've done it, I wanted to get a teacher and two students that weren't her students in the same call. So I could ask them some questions and and we'll go from there. Now, I'll have to be honest with you. They usually like me to feature the kids first. So, you know, that's, right. <laughs> that's the way it's going to go. Stephen, tell everybody what grade you're in. I'm in fourth grade. I'm going to be in fifth grade. Fourth grade. Now, do you all in our current situation, do you have work you have to get done every day? Yes. You do? Okay. That's good. Now, I've seen some pictures of you doing your work. And I've got a question for you because of that. I want you to explain to everybody how Prodigy is like Pokemon for math. <laughs> how is it? And I know what Prodigy is, and I, I think I really know your answer. Well, how would you describe that? Um, because you literally catch monsters. And in order to do that, you have to um, solve math problems. I agree. I, I've watched when I substitute teach, even, uh, of course, you're getting close to middle school, but I was up at the middle school level, I watched them on Prodigy and, and all the other stuff, too. And I'm thinking, man, there was none of that fun stuff when I was in school. Everything mm -hmm. was just paper and pencil. What's your favorite subject in school? Probably STEM. Okay. What do you like about that? We get to... um. We get to make stuff. Okay. All right. I uh, see Eden back there. How are you doing? Good. Remind me what grade you're in, Eden. First grade. First grade. What's your favorite subject? Recess. <laughs> Believe it or not, you're not the first student that I've interviewed <laughs> that's told me that. So, so I think that is a popular subject. Tell me what you guys are involved with as activities, either for the school or, or after school when you just out doing stuff. What do you like to do? If we were in normal situations, what do you normally like to do for activities? Um, probably. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. What do you like to do, Eden? Gymnastics. Gymnastics. I can believe that. I can believe that. <laughs> now, let me ask a very important question to both of you. 
What's your favorite movie? Um, <laughs> a hard one. Let me think. Or movie character, anything about a movie. What do you? What kind of movies do you enjoy? Pokemon movies. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you know this is funny. My sons are now thirty, and. They um, still talk about Pokemon. I mean, when they were teenagers, that was when it was first taken off in the United States, and they've still got packs of Pokemon cards from back then. Yeah. What about you, Eden? What's your favorite movie or your favorite movie character? You look like a princess. Elsa. What? <laughs> Say it again. Elsa. Okay, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Good, good. My... uh my granddaughter, who is six years old, uh, she really enjoys that movie, too. That is Frozen, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen all the Frozen movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Now, Vanessa, <laughs> let me ask you something real quick. How'd you get into teaching? And don't go away, kids. I've got questions for your mom that I think you're going to have opinions about, too. But how'd you oh, get yeah. into teaching? Why, how did you decide you wanted to be a teacher? I I always wanted to do it, like, since high school. I just, it's just something I always wanted to do. And I, when I went to college for it, I never changed my mind. So I just love helping kids uh, be successful in life. And, and that's just kind of what she, she does best. She takes care of kids best. That's her. Wow. <laughs> How long did you all rehearse that? That was a pretty good answer. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Steven, I can tell, are you, uh, well, no, I shouldn't ask you that. Both of you impressed me as pretty smart students. Am I, yeah. surely, surely I'm not wrong. Are you, are wrong. you, uh, are you, are you smarter than your granddaddy? I don't, what do you call him? I've forgotten. Papa? Yeah, uh, we call him Papa. Okay. All right. Don't tell him I said that. Uh, I was just joking. But I can tell you guys are smart. All right, let me ask you this. At your all's age or at that school, do you all have substitute teachers very often? Yeah. You do? What do you remember? Don't mention names, but what do you remember about the substitute teachers you've had? Well, um, my substitute teacher, she was really nice. And she actually did STEM with us also. Good. So it wasn't somebody that just came in and sat down and just kind of acted like a babysitter. She actually worked with mm -hmm. you guys. Yeah. That That's good. That's good. What about you, Eden? Have you ever had a substitute teacher? Did you have kindergarten in that school as well? It's a different school? Yeah. All right. All right. So, what do you remember about substitute teachers? Anything? All right. All right. Go ahead. Speak freely. <laughs> One of their names is Miss Jackson. Okay. When she was oh, and well, that's she one of your favorites. Why? <laughs> what did you like about her? Speak up. Speak up. Because she does calendar with us. And okay. That's good. That's good. Now, Vanessa, here's the questions for you that I bet the kids are going to have an answer for too. I usually <laughs> ask the same general questions of everybody because I like to hear, 
you know, different parts of the country, how, how things are different. And usually they're the same. The first one is any of you, what do you think makes kids favorite teachers, their favorites? I would say um, when they're comfortable with you, that makes them your, your, that makes them their favorite teacher. Um, Just showing them love and respect all the time and right. to everyone and, you know, not playing favorites. Sometimes that's hard. It is but, hard. Uh, I agree. <clears throat> but like, I genuinely love every single one of my students. And I think that they, they can tell that by the way I treat them. So I feel like that is a big factor in what makes a favorite teacher. Um, I could <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. In in fact, you probably, I mean, I know you know this. I was an accountant for 24 years. And when I got into substitute teaching, I was thinking, man, I I can't, I wish I had gone into education Mm -hmm. uh, because you know how I am. I like to goof around and and cut up with kids all the time. And Mm -hmm. I mainly do middle school and high school, but at that age, it's the same from the standpoint of they just want some attention you mm-hmm. never know what their individual home situations are like. So there, a lot of them are just looking for a t- attention. What do you think teachers sometimes accidentally do to make those students not feel respected? If we're not careful, what do we accidentally let slip out? <laughs> um, well, I feel like sometimes like when you're talking to other teachers and you're venting about a student and and that student hears you and especially at the younger ages cuz a lot of times teachers think oh they don't they don't know what I'm talking about, but really they do. Even even little bitties, they can pick up on what you're talking about sure. if you're talking about them and um I feel like that's that's a big thing that I've seen some teachers do and you know I've been guilty of myself and sure um me too yeah and joking around with it's fun to joke around with them but there's a line you know you don't want to cross the line into making fun of them so. yes yes it's interesting <clears throat> I had to teach in sixth grade history of religion and it included Hinduism and Buddhism and Judaism but there was one class that I bet 90 percent of the class were what I would call Bible-toting kids. They were quoting mm-hmm. scripture, and they wanted to talk about it. And I never know in a public school system how far. Normally, I won't bring it up, but I'll talk about it if mm-hmm. they bring it up first. So you just never know what the kids are used to or what their backgrounds are. Have you ever had to ask for a substitute teacher yourself? Oh, yeah. Yep. What, what, what do you look for when you ask for a substitute teacher? What, what are you okay. hoping to get when you ask for a substitute teacher? Well, I hope to get someone that shows them the same love that I do. But I also, I try to, I have an aide in my classroom and she's like my rock in the classroom. She's amazing. Okay. Um, so I try to find, you know, I, I try to almost let her pick it, pick the sub. And we have certain ones that we use all the time and we try to be consistent with that because sure, so, sure. the kids get used to certain people and absolutely um you know and I don't want to walk into my room the next day and I can tell nothing's been done and it's a mess in there you know I like to walk in and uh see that you know it's been cleaned up and projects have been done that I had left and <clears throat> so I try to find I 
you know, like I said, we, we have about three certain substitutes that we try to pick from. No, that was a great answer. I mean, you said everything that I hoped you would say because I usually go over well with the students and I had one teacher tell me one time, you know, they, they like you. I was worried that they wouldn't, wouldn't get any work done. So I know exactly what you're saying. Sometimes there's a fine line of just wanting me substitutes, wanting to cut up with the kids and mm-hmm. actually make sure their work get, gets done as well. What kind of reward system do you have for students? What do you find they like? To, and the kids could answer this too if they want to. Mm-hmm. What what kind of rewards work best in a classroom? Other well, than the grades. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't really take grades because mine are littles. But right, um, right. I use a clip system, a clip chart. So they start on green every day, and they can clip up for good choices and clip down for poor choices. And just the process of being able to clip up is a big deal to them at that age. That alone is a huge reward for them. But they also earn rewards by being on better colors. They earn candy, of course. But I try not to overdo it with the candy. (laughs) So stickers. And I also have a prize box that they get to pick from if they have a good week all week long. On Friday, they get to pick from the treasure box and that's always a big deal for them. So Good, good. That sounds good. Steven, how do you like to be rewarded in your class? Um, well, our teacher, if she sees us being good, she just gives us candy. Okay. All right. That, that, that keeps me satisfied. <laughs> what about you, Eden? Do you like to be rewarded in school? How do you like to be rewarded? Um, when I get to clip up on pink. Okay. All right. All right. Let's flip it around a little bit. If you, now I'm just talking about if you have students that are a little bit noisy or the kids can answer this too, from their experience in their own classrooms, if that makes sense. If you have kids that are too noisy in class or just want a little bit too much attention, how do you correct that? I'm always looking for good ideas, by the way. Yeah, I what works best for in my room that I found is um, pointing out the kids who are doing what they're supposed to instead of giving them the negative attention, which sometimes you can't help it. You know, they're doing something you have to put a stop to immediately uh, and pulling them aside and talking to them alone, like, you know, not in front of everybody totally um, and explaining to them, you know, ask them why they're making the choice that they're making and try and, you know, get, get down on their level as to why they might be acting that way. Um, but I have found that if I start pointing out all the kids who are doing what they're supposed to, that like 90% of the time, the kid not acting right will straighten up immediately. (laughs) I like that. I like that. I think that's the first time I've heard somebody describe a system like that. I think that sounds great. All right, before we get out of here, Vanessa, if I if I if you were forced to give me a story from your classroom that is either funny, made you feel good, or both, would you be able to come up with one? Yes. Yeah. All right. Let let us know what it is. So um, at the beginning of the year, we always do beginning of the year assessments, and uh, I had this one little boy. 
And he's just smart as a whip. I mean, super, super smart. And when I did his assessment, he pretty much knew all the answers already. And so I looked at him and I said, well, what am I going to teach you now? And he said, well, how to be a good friend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it just, it, it really spoke volumes to me. Cause I'm like, you know, that's what a lot of kids are looking to adults for right. is how to treat other people by, you know, and they learn that by how you treat them. So I just, I, I love that story. <laughs> I bet it caught you by surprise a little bit, didn't it? It did. Yeah. It was very <laughs> deep, deep thoughts from a small child. <laughs> All right, kids, do you have anything else you want to share with me before we wind this thing up? You have anything else you want to share? Mm. Well, not really, except nothing. Do you do you still communicate with your girlfriend even though you can't see her? I don't have one. All right, smart guy, smart guy. All right, guys, it was great talking with Vanessa and Stephen and Eden today. You all have a great week, and let's hope a few months. I know we're scheduled to go on vacation with your parents in June. I'm not sure yeah. that's going to happen, but hopefully we'll get back to normal fairly soon. So yeah. you all have the best of week, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks so much, right. Greg. See you later. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed Vanessa and Stephen and Eden from St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis is one of my favorite places. I love the Cardinals. I still like the Reds, but I like to watch Cardinal baseball too. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Let me mention that one thing we're starting, especially since so many of us are in, we're doing video interviews now, and that was a video interview. So that will also be available on the Substitute Teachers Lounge a YouTube page so you can watch it in video form if you prefer to do that. In fact, what I'm picking up on here recently is that we have as many views on YouTube as we do as listens on the podcast. So if that is more your thing or if you just want to see uh, Vanessa and Stephen and Eden or even heaven forbid what I look like, you can go to that video and It'll, it'll be ready later this afternoon. So we're hoping you're getting along great. We hope that you're coming up with great substitute teacher ideas to share. We will share all of those as we get back into the swing of things here soon. Hope your family is staying healthy. Hope that it is going well for you. We will keep everyone in our prayers and be thinking about everyone. In the meantime, you all have a good week, and we'll see you on Substitute Teachers Lounge next week. Music provided by Ben Sound.